Hello, thank you for joining us again this week. It's Neighbors in Need. I'm Sandy Waters, and in the studio with me, good friend Arlene Nannery, the chairman of Story of Hope. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming back in. Gosh, how long ago was it that you were in? In May, I believe, or April. May, yeah, sure. it was a handful of months ago. Okay, so... And at that time, Story of Hope was in motion, but we were working to raise money to actually construct Story of Hope. Um, It's a comfort care home. Um, Now we're closer to reaching that goal, right, that you set in in regards to building the facility in Chile, right? Mm -hmm. What's the exact location again? We have land that was donated on Marshall Road, 813 Marshall Road. Um, it was donated by Faber Homes, Bernie Acovangelo, really nice guy. And um, we are going to start building as soon as we hopefully will get this New York State grant that Joe Robach has been able to help us support us in, in, in obtaining this. And as soon as we get the yes, we'll be able to start with getting a crew together and break ground in the spring of 2018. Oh, that's soon. Mm-hmm. That is soon. Wow. Yes. How exciting We're to very watch excited. it all come together. And uh, and now our next our next mission, our next focus is to create the awareness and get the volunteers and even mm-hmm. more money to keep this running. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get there and focus on that, because I know that's the real goal here um, and why you came in. But first, let's let's take it from day one. Where did this vision come from? Where did this idea come from? I'm a hospice nurse in the community. And um, I saw that there were many people who wanted to be at home when they died, Mm -hmm. um, but they don't have the support. They don't have the people. um, If they're elderly, they don't have the support because their spouse might be elderly. They may not have children that can take time off from work and take care of them. So um, a lot of people die in the hospital, and that's not really the setting to be peaceful and comforting and comfortable. So that's why a home environment would be best and that's why these homes um, that we have in Rochester there are nine of them in the community care for people who are in their home in this home for less than three months if they have their prognosis of less than three months Um, volunteer run with paid nurses and that's one of the biggest expenses of one of these homes we pay nurses around the clock to help to make sure that these patients have everything that they need to get be comfortable yeah. for yeah. their families and, and the patient. Now, in your line of work with hospice care, do you go from hospital to hospital or do you go from I go home everywhere, to home? actually. Okay. I'm a, a kind of a different type. I fill in wherever they need people. I admit people on hospice in a community and I okay. also admit them in the hospital. So I see both sides and I see a lot of people in the hospital trying to get into a comfort care home. And they can't get in because there aren't enough. Wow. That's heartbreaking. It is. How long have you been doing this? Seven years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Gosh, to see day in and day out, I mean, how much love you must have. The You must have the biggest heart just to be able to, because to console the family. To I have a strong love. face yeah. and it helps me get through because if without that, I couldn't do this type of work. I really love people. I love to meet some amazing people that I meet and and hear their stories about their lives. And then the saddest part is not knowing them as long because at the end, there's not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But um, 
in this setting, I we might be able to really get to know people and families more, a longer period. Yeah, it takes a special kind of person mm-hmm. to do what you do. So well, thank somebody you. has to do it, and I love doing it, so it might as well be me. And all of us thank you for it. <laughs> thank you for your heart. Um, okay, so now we want to create this comfort care home. And it's an environment. It's just like any comfort care home. Are they pretty much all the same? Very similar the way they run. Um, You have to have a prognosis of less than three months. Okay. And you can't have a lot of medical needs. So if you have lots of um, like IVs and stuff like that, we don't do that. It's a home setting. So you wouldn't be at home if you were having IVs and um, other types of tubes. and things that um, are more medically needed. Now, is there room for families to stay as well? There'll be, in our home, we're going to have two suites. Okay. One room for the patient, and uh, right connected, we'll have a little um, sofa with a bed and a chair. It's like a living room, but it opens up to a bed, and it has a little kitchen. Each patient will have their own little suite. So the families can stay right with them, right close. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That is really nice. And now how many families can you take Only in? two at a time. Okay. We find that um, two is a plenty, especially since if we had three people or more, the government would say this is a facility and we could oh. not run it as a house. So we're a- able to uh, use this house in a home setting type situation. Oh, see, now that's interesting that I don't think a lot of us realize. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're, you have limitations, right. so the government doesn't try to control how you manage it. Right. Okay. Right. And we don't get any money from the government once it's open. It's completely donation run. The communities, the churches we're hoping will be able to help us not only with funding, but also volunteer-wise, because we really need lots of volunteers. We try to keep the volunteers at four hours a day. Okay. So that or four hours a shift, um, either once a week, once a month or whatever you would like. But this way you're not really taxed because four hours, it's emotional work. You yeah. get to so attached to people and it's such a blessing to be able to help people that can't help themselves. Yeah. And it's you get a lot more out of it than you put in when you do this type of work. And it probably puts life into perspective, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. To enjoy mm-hmm. every minute. Mm-hmm. Many people work there if they've had people in their family who has been in that situation. And hopefully we'll get more and more volunteers that might see the need. In your line of work, you probably see it all the time. And in creating this um, Story of Hope Comfort Care Home, you have witnessed the generosity the outpouring of support through mm-hmm. all the fundraising events that you have done. And you, man, you've worked mm-hmm. so diligently on pooling together all these funds. And then mm-hmm. Senator Joe Robach comes forward and says, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to help you get some government money to, you know, build this place. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, a builder who comes and, and donates land to you, which is so wonderful. And then all the great community members coming to the events, yeah. right? It's been absolutely fantastic. I have never seen such a, Great support. And what's difficult is that really people don't want to talk about death and dying. And this is the situation, unless you've had experience, you're not really going to be touched. If it was cancer, we'd get a lot of money. But in this situation, it's been such an uphill battle trying to talk to people about this situation or this need. 
in yeah. the community. We find, I personally see sometimes that there are referrals to comfort care homes, people, like 30 of them, trying to get into one house, and there's only two beds. So a lot of people don't get in. And a lot of people stay in the hospital because that's the only place that's safe for them mm-hmm. if they don't have the support. In the Chile area, is there's a need for an yeah, additional there home. There is no home in that area, Gates, Chile. Um, there's one in Spenseport. There's one in Hilton and um, Greece. And those are only on the west side. The rest, uh, six of them are on the east side. Okay, of, so you're of the county. To, okay, so you're trying to help those patients. And again, the location of this one will be on uh, Mount Marshall Road, eight thirteen Marshall Road. Okay, so now the first year is crucial, right? You still mm-hmm. probably need funds to build, and okay, we're almost there. Mm-hmm. Uh, spring of 2018 is our goal target date to build, mm-hmm. start building, breaking ground. Now, once it's up and running, oh boy! Now mm-hmm. this first year is the crucial year, isn't it? Yeah, before we open, we need to get at least 100 volunteers, maybe oh, more. Oh, is that the number? Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. We need all types of volunteers, not only direct care for, for the patient, but mm-hmm. we'll need people who are going to do uh, maybe donate time to do the lawns, do um, maintenance, um, take care of groceries, helping with all kinds of things, cleaning in the house, things to make to run a house. Also, computers and um, all kinds of things that we really need. All kinds okay. of volunteers. So now who can we reach out to, to to learn more about the volunteer side of things? Well, you can go on our website at storyofhoperochester.com, and there's a place that you can sign up to volunteer and tell us what you would like to do. Okay. Um, and we're also going to have, starting next year, we're going to have a mud run. It's going to be hopefully our signature fundraiser every year. We had a fun family fun day this year, but next year is going to be really great because June 16th, we're having the first family mud run. It's going to be for ages 7 to 70, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're hoping that this will be the second year of our family fun day, but the first year of the first mud run, and I think a lot of people will like it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so there's there's ways to generate the revenue, but the first year, though, before we can, you know, benefit from those fundraising events, right, the annual event, we got to pool a bunch of money together so we can mm-hmm. keep this running. Because all the patients, you said, um, they don't, they're yeah, not paying anything. They're not paying to come here. It's completely free, donation run by either the patient or the community. Okay. Okay, so um, your generosity is needed now if you want to go to storyofhoperochester.com. And there's a way to donate directly Yes, you there. can go online and donate directly. Um, you can contact me also or any one of the board members. You can see all that information on the website. Okay, and any little bit helps. Every little bit helps, yeah, I should absolutely. say. And then if you want to volunteer, what if you're not sure what you want to volunteer? That's a good idea. You know what? I find that we would not, um, I would train everybody very well. We won't put people by themselves. We always have two volunteers working at the same time. Okay. And we also have people maybe at different levels where somebody might be more anxious about doing something. And they'll have somebody that has more experience. Um, there's a nurse on call 24 hours a day if the person nurse isn't there, but there'll always be somebody on call if there's any problems. Okay. And so we want to really train our our, our um, volunteers 
to be very confident in what they're doing. And um, if you don't feel like you think you, you can try something and see if you want to do it. I find that sometimes people are very anxious at the beginning, but mm-hmm. they they really do well because they don't want to screw it up. Exactly. I mean, this is right. Yeah. yeah. Right. They want to do a really good job and they're very, but if you love people, you're going to do it right yeah. because that's all you need to do is show some kindness. Yeah. It should be easy. Is there age restrictions as to volunteering? Cause I know a lot of volunteers, families- uh, we can have teens, but the v- volunteers cannot do direct care. They okay. can give them something to eat. They can take them outside, but they can't do a, bathing or helping them to dress. Okay. So just if uh, if you wanted, because I know a lot of families are always looking for those opportunities to, yes. hey, let's make this a family mm-hmm. day of volunteering. That's right. Four hours of our time, maybe mm-hmm. once a month, maybe once right. a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we could do little odd jobs like clean up the kitchen right. or help the nurses if, right. if they need assistance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Wonderful. And then you can reach out uh, to Arlene and everybody there at Story of Hope. It's storyofhoperochester.com. Again, it's a new comfort care home uh, ready to break ground in the town of Chai Lai. And uh, there have been a number of fundraising events, and we're going to keep pushing forward and keep the pool of money alive so then we can keep caring for these individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so comfort care home. Storyofhoperochester.com, Breaking Ground, September 2018, or excuse me, September, listen to me, spring of 2018. Um, And what is, if you were to say one thing that you want to focus on right now, if somebody's listening and they're like, gosh, that I feel compelled to help, where do they need me more? Is there one? Help us get going. That's all we need. We need people to stand by us and to do help us with some events that are coming up. We have our pasta dinner in the spring um, at the beginning. We might do it in April, March or April of this year uh, coming up. And that's at the Italian American Sports Club. They are wonderful to us. They have been so supportive of the very beginning. Hmm. They do so much for us and they're, it's going to be a great day uh, for the pasta dinner. Um, and if you wanted to know more about the um, upcoming, we actually are expecting about 500 people at this mud run. Oh, good. And we're hoping that's going to be a huge thing. So we're going to need people to volunteer at different areas. Okay. So that'll be really well, good. Well, you already are expecting so many, and that's so far away from it now. Is. That's it awesome. Is. The company that's coming, they, they guarantee that because they've been doing this for a long time, and they know that. There's a lot of interest in this field. And there's nobody else that does a mud run in Rochester. Yeah, a family mud run. That's Mm -hmm. great. Oh, how exciting for you. Mm -hmm. It must be so awesome for you to see this actually come to life. It is. It is. It's a wonderful, it's a blessing. The big ribbon cutting, I'm sure you'll be back in, right? That's right. To let us know. And then the public will be invited to the big ribbon cutting? Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Arlene, for everything that you're doing for our community and um, and keep us keep us uh, in touch with everything that's going on. Yes. Thank you, Sandy. I appreciate everything. Okay. Story of Hope Rochester dot com. Perfect.